Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance, with our summer series, episode two, Just Keep Swimming. Memes, I know we grew up always going to the beach, always in the water, very water-friendly, could have been mistaken for fish and mermaids. <laughs> Um, so how did you incorporate pool time, beach time as you became a mom? So full disclosure, I will still name that those places too, those sacred places for me have changed with motherhood, right? I'm always that voice of like little cynicism. It's like, what do you get from parenting? More work. And then all your stuff shifts. It all changes. So still love doing those things in the summer. They just feel really different, right? Um, While I fondly recall my mom passing me stuff from the cooler and making sure I had sunscreen on in motherhood, I get little burns and have to use aloe quite often because I forget to put sunscreen on myself (laughs) or I want to stay in the water longer and someone's ready to get out or someone's not ready to go in or someone, you know, even the coming back. My mom used to like throw us in the shower, wash our, everyone gets in in a bathing suit and she's like handing children off to, you know, like so that they can get changed or dressed or, and my kid is like, hollering that she doesn't want to get in the shower when she gets home and I'm like this is the easiest way to do this but still embrace it from the extent of day trips to the beach locally pools and that um we wanted to remind everyone keep in mind that even when you're away and it's not necessarily a seasonal trip but you're at a hotel and there is a pool we do the swimming and going to our local parks or exploring the city for different parks that have sprinklers or some sort of summer activity that can break up the, the routine or can add some summer fun on those hot days. Um, so I think my biggest thing is preparation. It's like thinking about the safety and then because these are repeated activities that take a lot of effort, right? There's tons of laundry after, there's tons of things you can't forget to make it a safe fun day while you're there. I would just say systems of like having my beach bag ready having the extra stuff for me it's like multiple swimsuits the swim shoes tons of sunscreen wipes in every bag because for me I'm I'm forgetful so I don't want to be at the beach and say like oh I left it here or it's in the bag that we take to the park or it's in the car or so I just like throw the wipes in the beach bag and throw the wipes in the bag that has the bubbles for the park and have some extra ones in the car (laughs) So for me, that helps me still be able to enjoy being by the water, being in my favorite place in nature, um, getting to swim, be at beach or pool, and sharing that as a family. Yeah, it's interesting in motherhood, I think I've kept almost, the way I feel about the beach is pretty much the same. I didn't like being wet in the sand, sand and water 
they don't mix and especially touching my body no thank you so (laughs) so I limit how much we actually get to the beach and thankfully we live not near any beaches (laughs) so (laughs) we don't have to experience that too often and especially since I have four sons that um are not very cautious uh don't realize the consequences of their action until it's already happened and it's too late <laughs> uh beach is not our favorite place to go as a family um because it's just very stressful um so one of the things though that we do have that's nearby because it's right in our development is our pool so the pool in the summer and we've become very much like everybody else. Like the first two weeks of summer that that pool is open, you act like you've never swam before in your life. So you're there every day and you're all excited about it. And then slowly, just like the pool water in our neighborhood pool, that becomes very slimy. And they don't do a really good job of maintenance there all the time. <laughs> we kind of lethargic about it as well but one of the things that as a mom that I didn't really I didn't really think that we did this that much growing up because we learned how to swim so young is the life jackets like I don't know what I would do as a parent without the life jackets like even the infant float that you sit them in and has the little canopy around them that was like a lifesaver for me because I had, you know, an older child that was sort of comfortable in the water. And then I always had like a child that was learning how to. <laughs> so he has a float, keep their head up um, and then <laughs> slowly teaching them how to kick their feet. Um, so for me, one of the biggest things that I impress upon my kids is one to not fear water because I feel like that's why sometimes just don't know even what to do once they get in the water and Mm -hmm. like fatal accidents because that's the other thing like early in my marriage I did have a friend that lost a child that went to the backyard and jumped into their grandparents pool without anybody even realizing and so even before I became a parent quickly I was like oh my gosh I never even like really thought that could happen because by the time we had our in-ground pool growing up memes like there were no little people and definitely our cousin that did that one little (laughs) incident exactly the one incident but that's the that I liked that that kind of came up as we were discussing this episode is that we know that our take on water for the summer can be singular to others and um I have, you know, I have to convince so many people, like, come on, beach day, and people, it's just like my sister, like, the sand on me. I actually have become a little less high maintenance on the beach. I never mind the wet, but I would have a strategy to tan, not to have it all over me. With a kid, it's kind of impossible, but I've done more of the, like, just cop a squat in it and decide what time I'm going to be covered in it, and then when I'm going to go rinse, and, you know, but it, you know, having it in my bathing suit and all those things have never really bothered me too much. Um, but I was glad that we kind of touched on the point that it's that that might not be the case for everyone in the summer. So even thinking about, you know, when you're, you know, you might be with family and there is a pool there or you're going on a trip and those activities are available. We were just thinking what can make it less 
stressful, anxiety ridden, or a chore, because that's really, you don't want your summer season to feel like, oh, I'm shifting from one response, you know, all the responsibilities of the year when they're in school and prepping lunch and events and communication and gifts for teachers and different things you have to keep in mind to like this other season where I'm on in a whole different way high stakes whenever these activities occur so just more of these suggestions um to keep in your back pocket definitely and I also think it's just like every other aspect of life as a parent we don't want to pass on fear We would kind of like to expose our kids and give them aspects of our childhood that we either had or we didn't have, but also make them brave, right? And I think water and and like at a pool or at the beach is a perfect experience for a child to experience bravery. And so, and self-sufficient, right? Like the, the most um, peace of mind you're going to have is when your child is a swimmer can you know can handle it you know that they follow the 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 rules and the suggestions and just like today like I we were at the beach and Omar's like what are the red flags again I'm like that's never like you you shouldn't be here you're not allowed to be here if you don't know what the red flags are by now and so knowing that your children will you know I don't know so much about the wait an hour after you eat or not I don't know if it's a myth or not but that they know um, how to be safe that they and they know their limits and boundaries and what they're comfortable with is what I think about with our um, kindergarten first grade age where they're playing together I think about our Sophie and Zeke and one is more brave and comfortable well even with the life jacket and knowing how to swim its temperament is different Sophie is so reserved where she'll hesitate and you don't want that in water and you don't want the, oh, I want to do it with my cousin, even if it's beyond my skill level, but you want to communicate to them, you know, there's going to be a time for jumping into adults' arms and trying out the quote unquote diving into the pool. And then there's going to be other time where we're just going to be in a spot that we're safe and everyone has their life jackets on throughout the whole time. And we're not daring each other to do more than we can do and having them respect that because I think that's even even when you're playful in high school or older and someone wants to dunk you in or like you have to really understand when someone does have a fear or, you know, phobia or, you know, and their boundaries and their skill level to be safe. Yeah. So definitely for us, the way that I've made pool life less stressful because I started with an eight year old who had it in his mind that he had been in water before. And then we get to the pool and he starts doing like the worm. I'm like, worms don't survive in water. (laughs) I don't know what that is that you're doing, but it's not of an animal that actually survives in water. So let's learn how to swim. Um, And because he was eight, you know, and I'm not, uh, I'm a tiny person. So it's hard to like actually grab their body and, like you would do with an infant, get them on their belly and have them kick it, kick, you know. Um, so we did like swim club and swim instruction for him. So if you're nervous about water and it gives you a lot of anxiety to take your child or children to the pool or to the beach, I would say that was one of the things that I did, even as an expert swimmer, um, to help my child get equipped. So I didn't feel like every time we went to the pool that I was going to have to be like a helicopter parent and hyper vigilant to make sure nothing happened to him. 
And then the other thing with the smaller, like as we had Sam, Zeke, and Philip, one thing I started with Sam was like, we're going to from the moment that we leave our house. <laughs> so that way, as I'm putting stuff down at the pool, even if I lose sight of you for five seconds, I know that you're going to be safe because you have your life jacket on. You're going to bob for me at least. And luckily for me, it actually is a smart thing to do because with my third son, Zeke, we were on a family vacation. I literally put down my pool towel and turned around and he was already on the other side of the wave pool at the hotel, (laughs) just waving to me, two-year-old Zeke, just waving, bobbing up and down in his life jacket. And, um, the lifeguard again looking at him looking at me i get that all the time from lifeguards i'm like don't worry the kid is resilient (laughs) this is why he's the child that we're always kidding around we're like he needed to wear a helmet from day one and he did to wear a life jacket (laughs) keep him alive um so you can instill like certain things like that and also just talking to your child before going to the pool. Like now that I have four sons, I often tell them that I'm like, there's four of you and one of me. So if we're going to go to the pool and we're going to walk there, then everybody has to walk back without crying. (laughs) And even me without crying, Um, (laughs) you know, and we're going to put on sunscreen before we leave the house because once we get to the pool, they see the water and it's like as if it's their first time ever seeing water. Um, and we're going to listen to the lifeguards because I apologize. Our neighborhood lifeguards, they blow the whistle every single minute that we're at the pool because my kids don't know how to walk. They like to run. Um, but just having those conversations and sharing with them kind of a heads up of like this is what I'm going to be experiencing at the pool because I love you so much and it could be a dangerous thing and if we're not listening or not respecting what we're hearing and being obedient then it doesn't turn into a fun time those meme I've ever heard our parents really tell us I don't know they made us no at least no it made me feel like I was an angel child at the pool yeah (laughs) I those instructions but also i think about when you were mentioning the seats for them to float in i don't know how they did it. we have so many options we have so- i know support systems style of life jacket shoes sunscreen how you put it on like it was basic and i because in my mind i'm like oh, i'm pretty sure babies were just on their parents hips bobbing around in the water <laughs> you know like i'm like, like that's how do you do what i recall yeah a hat and you're by the shore at, because that's exhausting that's the part that has like shifted for me it's like i it's not just swim and come in and eat and rest you know play a little in the same it's like carrying you dressing you changing you right because when they're little the beach is like a disaster sand is everywhere it's like okay you have your your swimming uh diaper on but timing for things like it just changes your whole perspective oh, yeah. you're just like i can hold it to make it to that bathroom this body training kid is not gonna hold it to make it to that bathroom. swim papers um, hmm. yeah but the in-between too right because even when they start to, my daughter's fully body trained and very particular about her timing of like oh no and you know it's like even that when she hears that like you know i think sometimes people pee in the ocean she's like no <laughs> she's like i'm not gonna be 
there. And I'm Fish like, you. talk to me at 14. <laughs> exactly. Fish you all the time. But then I also think of how you spend the time there. Pool games. Um, some of the time, the swim instruction, you're talking about the float on your belly and just helping them grow through that season of getting more efficient if they haven't taken a swim class. And then, you know, the calm time where it's like, we're going to stay in the shallow end where we can just sit and like maybe play with toys, build things up, water guns, little, you know, those dive kind of toys. Um, And then at the beach, like it's sand play where it's like, I can see you here. I will take you to get water with the bucket, but let's like rest for a while because to be vigilant all that time and you're exercising with them and you're you're lifting them because again you're not just bobbing in the water enjoying yourself you are their jungle gym in the water and you know on the beach you're lifting them to jump over waves and again doing that with joy and no fear and it's always like okay stand sideways so you're breaking the wave and pay attention when it's coming in and you're always instructing but finding those ways of breaking up the time so that you do enjoy it with them and that you can witness as they're growing and getting more efficient and enjoy. And then just like Athena said, they're each going to have a different response to what your summer activities are. So some of them will be the pool kids. Some will be okay with sprinklers. My daughter was perfectly fine with sprinklers from really little till about three. And I don't think she wanted to get in any last year. She's like on strike. I'm like, I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Splash grounds are amazing. And I feel like they've made more, lately they're more beautiful grounds yeah they're really and they're beautiful really, and cool yeah, yeah. They, they've made a lot of them a lot of new ones here in charlotte and we literally have enough that if you did one a week you would get through summer mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how many there are but um i don't have kids that are water adverse it doesn't matter it could be the creek in our neighborhood the they rain. were just in <laughs> yeah they they were just like plopping down in the creek and i'm like where did this branch come from they're like oh the creek i'm like oh okay i didn't realize you guys went to the creek this week but okay um and so um it just embracing it Brad, and i would even tell parents of multiple children don't feel guilty about leaving some kids behind mm-hmm. like i have a hard time going out anywhere with all four of my kids by myself because i just know my own limitations i can't manage them all and yes uh I have kids that don't listen so I limit it so the other day because our pool's in our neighborhood I just took my nine-year-old and my six-year-old like my six-year-old wears his life jacket my nine-year-old knows how to swim and they can go down the slide because of course that's the other thing in our neighborhood like everyone's like oh you guys have that big slide i'm like yeah that's great for everyone with a kid that's nine and older (laughs) like for everyone else that has like infants not so cool especially when you have the six-year-old that doesn't quite know how to swim yet but really wants to go down the slide or the three-year-old that wants to be just like his six-year-old brother (laughs) not cool um anywho so and you know and i had to tell my little three-year-old like i'm the only one going there and I'm not getting into the water and Zeke can manage with his life jacket and he's gonna be hanging out with Sam in the deep end it's just not a good day so how about you stay here and play 
Witcher cars or some new toy that he had gotten. And thankfully, he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which goes to prove my, my fourth child, I don't know why it takes four to get a reasonable one, but <laughs> he's very reasonable. So don't feel bad or guilty about having to split it up. And also, if you do get a chance to plan ahead, I always vote for group play dates at the pool with either with families that have kids that know how to swim <laughs> like mm-hmm. don't make it more complicated um and that aren't like scared of water because I've done both I've gone on play dates with parents that have like a phobia of water and they just stress everybody out the entire time not fun but if you can find a family that loves water sports and loves the pool or loves the beach and has kids around the same age but know how to swim it can make for a great day for a summer play date um and i I would even say the sharing it with your partner like the things that you're gonna do solo with the kids the things you're gonna do when it's both of you we've done birthday parties where it's like pool is there and i'm just like which one of us is it this time are you going in am i going in? <laughs> like, what am... because it doesn't have to you know if both of us are up for it but if i'm not can you can i tag you in to be the one that gets in the pool indefinitely with her <laughs> and that helps just you know not to always feel like we're doing everything all the time so. yeah and the other thing i often worry about with water is sunburn um and so having four sons everybody looks at me like I'm weird but I actually make them wear swim shirts because I'm like dude my kids are very white (laughs) I'm like they're just gonna roast and for as hard as it is to get sunscreen on them you know because I pretty much apply it before we leave the house we get to the to the water if there's like a swim break because thankfully our pool does that like the safety breaks we put it on again but if I forget, they're, they're toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're toast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I highly recommend, like, get the swim shirts, man. For as long as they'll allow you to put a swim shirt on them, do it. Because life moves too fast. At I really the like them. I like them for not having overexposure. I like it for not being too cold when you get out of cold water. Um, and they don't see you know they they don't seem to mind so it's not at the point where she's like making like it feels like it's a fashion no-no for her so i i really well, like it for the kids yeah and thankfully my uh, my 19 year old even still wears a swim shirt because he's like i just don't want to ask anyone to touch my back <laughs> he's like I, I just yeah i just don't want to be touched i'm just gonna wear my swim shirt and i can lotion every other part that's exposed yeah and like a good sports waterproof sunscreen and sunblock um it, it's great because it's really strong the sun is really really even and don't have the misconception of the cloudy days not being as strong i almost feel like i come home more tan on those days correct and being by the water it just reflects so much sun right on them and they're usually right at the beach running back and forth there and they don't even feel it they're cool the water's cooling them off but they are catching those rays so yeah and we've done the like stick sunscreen the spray on sunscreen but i would say for 
our family, what's worked the best is the organic sports ones. Mm -hmm. They seem to stay on longer. What I like for the face, because it's hard for them not to get it in their eyes, is the the block that you just, it's almost like a deodorant stick, stick Mm -hmm. and you rub it on their face. But I, I, because they make them so small, I tend to just use that for the face. And then I utilize the the cream or the spray for the rest of the body yeah so get yourself some life jackets even if you don't know how to swim wear a life jacket (laughs) get yourself an instruction class swim shoes a swimsuit and see i'm not like memes i'm not uh I, i don't have it organized like i literally my pool bag the only thing it has in it is like five bottles of sunscreen like one per kid but then the pool fob and let me tell you people we protect that pool fob with all we got that's the key to get into the pool and the hoa man they charge you an arm and a leg if you lose it (laughs) so (laughs) that's about the only thing that's in the pool bag i'm like the towels that you got to get from the closet and half the time we show up with less towels than what we actually need but the pool fob's in there and everybody knows once you use it to get in put it right back in the zipper that you got it and we protect it with all we got um but i don't have like a set way of um once we get back from the pool it's kind of like every man for themselves and all i all i say is hey you got to take a bath because your hair will turn green because i got some blonde people in my family so <laughs> like if you want green hair then by all means don't take your bath but you need to take a bath if you don't want green hair um and please everything goes straight to the laundry room like, I don't care if you strip in the laundry room and run yourself to the bathroom, but don't leave it on the floor in the bathroom. Don't put it in your hamper. Don't leave it on the floor in your in your bedroom. Um, and because we don't live near a beach, when we go to the beach, it typically we're and stuff like that. So we can't, we really need to just rinse out in the, in the shower room and close dream with all the sand um we don't really have a good method of doing all that um because we're just not used to it it's kind of like the once a year event if we go to the beach but for the pool since it's pretty much like a daily event it's like just take yourself off in the washing room and then go bathe um and personally for us we don't do pool during the morning it's always a super late afternoon, right before, like right around dinner time. So we'll be those people that eat and then swim. I don't know if it's a myth about the cramps and stuff. <laughs> we haven't experienced any, but we strategically do that because once they swim, then we can give them a bath and go straight to bed. Um, and it kind of wears them out. If you if you've witnessed me at the pool after like before and after the pool, you'll see that I've aged like two years <laughs> by taking my kids to the pool multiple days to recover. Um, as usually the first two weeks of summer is like the breaking in point, like the get back into it, Athena game point. <laughs> Because it's an endurance test, taking these kids to the pool. But I would say, like, that's how I keep on swimming, is 
doing it later in the day. So d- figure out what rhythm works for your family and don't feel shame or guilt about having to do it that way. Because I know families that are like, oh, no, we got to get there as soon as the pool opens and bright. And I'm like, uh, no, because then you're dealing with tired people all day long. <laughs> no and not feeling like you have to do any of those things all day long like in the city you know it takes a bit of a drive to get there and then but you can do a good three hours four hours and leave it doesn't have to be (laughs) it's very different it's just very different than when you're just worrying about yourself changing yourself worrying about when you're hungry and sleepy and tired and you know um so doing what you can enjoying it breaking up you know the weekend or a day of the week if you're off and that you know and the crowds would be different um but don't feel like it has to be an eight-hour expedition so tour and tribe share with us how you handle the pool the beach uh, splash parks or even you know we have water parks here um you know the amusement park i haven't been brave enough to actually go out and do any of those because <laughs> i'm like uh the wave pool's about as adventurous as i get um kids are still too small and i talk to too many lifeguards to venture out to the amusement park splash parks there for you guys torn tribe how you handle it, if you're adverse to it, what for you, um, and all that you've learned by taking your kid to the pool. And just keep swimming. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you these days? So I have a real stationary junkie mend because I was feeling very burnt out and like things just kept popping up on my calendar. And in the last four years, I've identified times that I have been able to transition if it's like from work to one of our week, our breaks in the school year, like a spring break, our school has like the week of Thanksgiving off in a way that I'm ready to pause. And I've set myself up in a good way to know where I'm starting when I come back. And that's how I enjoy to take time. And I was, I'm heading towards summer graduation, T minus six days. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) And very excited. It's my cohort that, I've counseled for four years, so I know I have lots of emotions and roller coaster ride for this week. But I wasn't feeling like all my ducks were in a row for being out for a few weeks. And I just had to pause, get myself a new uh, planner, and a mix of things. Like, and this is why I said it's like stationary junkie, like only someone who like enjoys these things, like does enjoy walking up and down aisles of staples office max that part of home goods or tj maxx which i think tj maxx is not really doing that anymore and it's like heartbreaking to me but um it was what kind hardcover softcover weekend month plan how much of the 
mindfulness things that most planners have started to add are going to be in there and what setup do I want and then as I start a new planner I have my 12 month of the year like put these things in put these birthdays in and I plan backwards in the sense and I've and every time I do this I add like I mentioned in one of our beginning of the year like reflections or as you're setting goals I add the planning of like when I want to be prepared for the sending of the birthday gifts out of town or the outfits for events or deciding what I'm doing for a break and all this I I put it in like this is the month that you should be thinking about these things and each year there's another thing I add that I'm like oh I was so annoyed and I didn't have this ready and this time this needs to be done six months six weeks before and that was my like quiet reflective time it was just going through my old planner going through my checklist of 12 month things I might like to remember putting in birthdays and I like to figure out like we've been talking about our you know how we enjoy our Mother's Day celebration like making sure we plan that early in the year and I just like looking at it and saying like oh that's happening on this date oh Easter that seems to bounce around the spring is happening this time of year this year um and it really helped me feel more grounded and like I could make a reasonable checklist get through things for work plan for time off and um center myself again and that I needed that yeah that's kind of just running off the rails that's awesome because it otherwise you feel mentally cluttered Mm -hmm. and that can be weighty yeah, so, and then honestly, I just love my new planner book. It's like you just like flimsy. Yeah, my handwriting is great. I hated my handwriting when I was in elementary school. I write cute notes to myself with different colors, little post-its in there. And then I have these like sticker books that I don't let Sophie touch. And I know she's jealous. She's always like, you're doing your planner again? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, you cannot have that sticker that says professional development. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it looks like a coloring book <laughs> without any pictures, just color outside the lines. That's my style. It's hilarious. How about you? I would say what's mending me lately is reading. And it's not so much the actual reading that's getting done because I don't feel like I read enough, but I've been, I've been reading The Man Called Of and really enjoying that book but that the enjoyment of reading that book has led me to buy like five other books that I'm excited to jump into mm-hmm. so it's been mending me that I've been getting through chapter by chapter of a book and that I have like five other books on my nightstand right now um waiting for me to start reading and I and I'm um debating and weighing whether or not I go back to my high school method of reading books where I had five going at one time. I don't know how anyone ever does that. And I used to really enjoy that because then it just moves you from one space to another space, but you haven't physically left anywhere. And Mm -hmm. I I thoroughly love that because I don't really like leaving my house (laughs) or going to a new location. I admire it so much. That's so... That's yeah. awesome. So I'm just wondering if that's what I'm going to do with the new purchases that I made. And I got all giddy when the Amazon package came with all these books. I'm like, oh, yes. And the kids are like, so what did you get? I'm like, books. They're like, oh. 
<laughs> That's what you got yourself for your birthday. So lame. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, no one understood me for my birthday this year because the two things that I really enjoyed getting was one, my plethora of books, um, and two, the one book that I asked for, which was a capsulation of Sasha's graduation. And so it has all our family pictures and stuff in there and just like his ceremony and all that. I'm like, people, this is like my greatest accomplishment in life right here. <laughs> like <laughs> in a book now <laughs> and I can put it up on my shelf um, and remember it forever. So that's what's been mending me. The books that I've gotten and um, the anticipation of, you know, when you crack open. And that's the thing with The Man Called Av. I'm reading it electronically, so it doesn't have the same feel. But the pace at which it makes me feel that I'm reading has got me excited to touch these physically in my hand books. So when I crack the mend and smell the page and do what my husband hates the most, um, write in the book, <laughs> I'm excited. No, that's awesome. I I love the feeling of a book leading you to other books, and then and then your reflection of like, what was I not thinking about before I was in this story? Exactly. Then, yeah. It, exactly. It, the thing that reading does, um, it opens so many, so many doors, and so many. Um, it just leads you on this awesome rabbit trail. That doesn't feel like a rabbit trail by the time you get to the end. You're like, oh, okay, this is why I was here. This, this is what kept me going. Um, so, Tor Dry, we would love to hear what's mending you guys as well. And memes tell our folks how to stay connected. Follow at Torn MLB on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please send us emails to tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.